Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Let me go ahead and get this turned down. What is going on, family? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into episode 115 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Uh, shout out to everybody that listened to episode 114 and everybody who retweeted, um, shared it on their SoundCloud, uh, told a friend, and told a few more friends. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and keep telling people about the podcast. Um, just get the word out there because people really enjoy the format of this uh, podcast and they enjoy the sound quality of it and actually the quality of the, the con- content also. So uh, I'm putting out some high quality product here. I, I like like it being on the low like that. Um, you know, you listen to other podcasts and it's just um, people just rambling and there's no structure and it's just people in a room just talking. But a lot of those folks. They got a lot more hits than me, but uh, let me go ahead and just try to turn these followers into dollars. So make sure you tell a friend and they tell uh, 10 friends and then them 10 friends tell 10 more friends. And we just keep this shit rolling and, uh, you know, have it going, you know, and make this shit go viral. So uh, but still, you know, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So I'm doing about um let's see here so checking my pod track i do about um let's see about 2000 listens um every 3 months almost 3000 it's a little bit over 2000 i think it's like 2400 or something like that for the past 3 months um cuz it breaks it down in the 90 day um listens but to download so people who are actually downloading um i need to get some 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 kind of app that tells me the numbers for streaming um as opposed to downloads but hey shout out to those people who are downloading and um you know i'm i'm just humbled and uh, we still rocking it is uh it is uh heading into march and uh april will be coming up on three years i've been doing this three years and uh and this podcast has really changed um how i think I've always been a critical thinker, but I'm more so just at the deep edge of critically thinking. I don't react as much. I think about things and, um, you know, different situations. You know how the media just throws stuff at you just to react. And I'm like, well, let me actually read this article. Let me research the actual writer and uh you know just stuff like that instead of just reading with emotion i think about things a lot more logically i don't i didn't think that was possible but i'm happy about that and i don't know what i'll have coming up for the three-year anniversary uh, maybe i'll get somebody to ride shotgun with me and talk some shit but um let's go ahead and get started on that good old summer jam screen so we're going to go back to an old topic i don't know if i talked about this maybe i just talked about it on the do rags and boat shoes uh twitter page which y'all should be following me at do rags boat shoes 
um, D-U-R-A-G-S boat shoes. But well, I, I don't know if I talked about this on the show at all. But uh, uh, a while back, there was a uh, hashtag that was trending called Ebony O's. And it looks like at the end of this month, uh, February, it looks like a, a lawsuit was actually filed and a settlement was reached in the amount of $80,000 uh, for uh, the Ebony magazine. It, they weren't paying their freelance writers at all. They weren't paying them at all. And I know uh, that sister uh, Jamila Lemieux, who always has a beef with R. Kelly and other men, uh, other black men, I should say, not just men, black men. She was catching hell on Twitter and social media and things like that because she used to be, um, I think, an editor there or something like that or some kind of senior writer or staff member, senior staff member. And, yeah, people, you know, they send their invoices and, you know, Ebony just blows them off. So they finally got together and had a uh, class. I don't know if it was a, you call that a class action suit, but all the writers got together and filed a civil suit. And the judge found in their favor for $80,000. Now, what's kind of fucked up about this is these writers will be get, getting paid in quarterly installments. I'm like, that's that's really fucked up in the game. And I've heard that if you do any kind of freelance work, companies try to fuck you over. Like, I heard that from models, from writers with the Ebony O's, and then just uh, content providers who do like funny sketches and things like that for uh, well-known companies or handle social media uh, profiles for uh, major co- companies so y'all really need to try to get a lawyer on retainer drop that two racks you know to keep a lawyer on retainer I don't know how much it is in other states but I know here in Nebraska you can pretty much find one for 1500 to 2500 to just to keep on retainer in your back pocket and because uh, it just sounds like so many places just try to play you so many different fields if you're freelance if you're not an actual employee so or you're not with an agency or being represented by a manager you know you're kind of doing the shit yourself but uh yeah that was that's kind of that's kind of crazy that these writers would have to actually just come in and sue just like yo we need our bread now and we providing all this content for you um so yeah if y'all you know got an opportunity to write for ebony Y'all need to have a lawyer on hand too Because it might end up costing more Just to get the money from them You see what I'm saying You might not You probably won't even break even You come out in the red Instead of the black or the green Which is even But um Yeah Yeah that's that's just wild And um That's all I gotta say about that Let's see what else we can put up on that That damn summer jam screen Um My god My goodness Help me out. Please let me know if y'all saw them gun nuts in Pennsylvania that had that damn, uh, uh, it was, uh, wearing bullet crowns and they were, uh, having their AR 15s being blessed. And this was right after that shooting that happened down in Florida, you know, where all them kids got killed. So I'm trying to figure out what the fuck they didn't think it was a good idea like they were just like nah we let's let's cancel this but you're bringing guns in the church and you were they were trying to bless their relationships these were like all married couples and they had they were wearing bullet crowns and that is the wildest shit to me and you know there was a negro in there i seen in one of them damn pictures 
there was some black dude standing up there with his AR-15 and what was even crazier because it shows these people are crazy as cat shit there was a there was a school nearby that uh pennsylvania church and they actually you know told they actually canceled school because of this this march and uh you know these people these this many people having you know assault rifles that is just the craziest shit yeah so let, let me find this part here give me just a second so it's the unification it's the world peace and unification sanctuary in newfoundland pennsylvania and tim elder is the uh, director and he said the church believes the ar-15 symbolizes the rod of iron mentioned in the book of revelations now this just shows you just how much you know just how much bullshit gets warped into religion and that's why you really can't follow man you know they just twist and turn everything so it'll be you know beneficial to them and getting out their message and it says a lot right it says a fucking lot and i just wish y'all uh, hopefully y'all saw these uh stories because it is just oh my god um and it's been rumored that this church is a cult because the uh the uh the the leader of the church uh reverend sean moon he's the son of sun myung, myung moon and that's the self-proclaimed messiah you know who founded the unification church and it's that motherfucker is crazy as cat shit too um man but i mean parents were right to send their kids home but this just this is just sickening this is really just sickening the rod of iron is what they considering an ar-15 that is just bananas and then um was it down in florida they were i don't know if they passed the bill but they they introduced a 67 million dollar bill as far as um arming teacher having having a a program that arms teachers and i'm like where the fuck did this 67 million dollars just pop out of thin air from but you don't have this money you know as far as you know helping kids educating them uh paying teachers more but I'll, just all of a sudden we need to combat gun violence with more guns like this is just such a gun nut crazy ass country and i'm not saying that we should be taking away guns but the fucking solutions that 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 are that these elected officials are offering are fucking stupid and it shows that somebody's been greasing their palms that's what it shows and it sure ain't the people right because if you go back in uh i forgot what this katie curry documentary about um guns is called but most nra members it's in the high 80 percentile um they support stricter gun laws and um more thorough background checks and uh some kind of psych exam when it comes to high-powered uh weaponry high-powered guns i should say and most folks join the nra and this is a fact for the discounts you know so they can go um you know airline discounts renting a car uh, shipping things and then also um discounts at the gun range or gun stores and things of that sort so they only do it for the discounts nobody believes in that that 
you know, just that ideology that they have, you know, that they need to attack the left and the left is, you know, anarchists and all this other just crazy wild shit, you know, and just trying to make these white men clutch their guns even tighter. You know, you still have a few nuts that's in the NRA, but most members only join for the discounts. That is it's it's just fucking wild just thinking about all these dumbass solutions that they're having in the way that these teachers are sleeping with students and things like that what make you think that one of these teachers won't blow one of these kids heads off if they fucking you know if the, the if the child is like you know i'm about to tell i don't feel comfortable doing this and you know fucking uh you know uh mrs uh leonard she up here you know sleeping with little timmy you know throwing that you know that 55 year old pussy on him because her husband ain't doing what he's supposed to be doing or who knows you know maybe he's having an affair with his secretary or something like that so she up here you know throwing that old cooch on little timmy and then timmy's just like you know what this this really ain't right you know this was cool the first time but i'm only like 14 and you damn near 60 and yo i'm just you know this ain't right it's fucking with my head you know i need to be studying and all this other stuff and then she pulls out the baby 380 and put it put it right to the side of his domington and then next thing you know she blowing his brain smooth the fuck out so instead of her getting like a you know getting hit with uh sexual misconduct and all this other shit now she's been hit with a uh, first degree murder and then she gonna try to get off and say it was a crime of fucking passion it's it's wild right this but this is what we want to do we want to arm teachers fight gun violence with more guns yeah but that's pretty much all i gotta say about that so for the last portion of do rags and bow shoes the reason that this episode is late is because right when i was editing i was learning about a um fucking ben shapiro was here in my city uh ben shapiro is a uh, conservative uh speaker who uh basically creates uh straw man arguments when he's doing these speeches and uh you know a straw man is basically bringing up something that nobody's really talking about you know just putting out a fake uh person there and you're attacking that uh he's a conservative speaker and uh fucking creighton brought him here uh it's a group uh it's turning point usa and i know you if you listen to the brother Tariq Nasheed, he's talked about this group before and they're late listed as a hate group um but this is a conservative think tank or whatever that uh reaches out to uh younger people so they're on the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, you know, as a hate group, uh, Turning Point USA. And, um, you know, so they have a faction at Creighton University, um, you know, trying to get young Republicans. And so they brought him here. They raised enough money to bring him here. And what was wild, this was so low key. This was done so low key because if they actually advertised this, there would have been a lot of folks outside protesting and with the shits outside. I tell you that right now. And I know a few of these people, but they did it so low key and almost 2000 people from around the area came and saw this man. But but the news organizations here didn't talk about it until after. That's that's pretty funny. That's kind of funny to me. I, that, that looks very funny in the light. And I do know that I live in a very red state. And like I said, my city in Lincoln is pretty liberal just due to the universities and the uh, diverse 
uh, cultures here. But I find that very funny that nobody talked about this leading up to the event. So I don't know if there was some kind of press release put out by Turning Point, you know, to local media and things like that to not announce it. But almost 2,000 motherfuckers showed up to hear this guy spew his uh, bullshit rhetoric. He's one of those people who talks about black people are only 13% of the population but, but commit 50% of the crimes. And so you hear that and you're like, oh, goddamn, niggas out here running wild. But they, but he, what he leaves out is actually white folks are arrested more and commit more crimes, but they're not convicted like black folks are. Black folks are con- convicted at a higher rate and plead guilty at a higher rate because one, they cannot post a bail, okay? And then uh, two, they're too poor to afford a, a decent lawyer, so they have a public pretender, not a public defender. So he spews that kind of rhetoric that facts don't care about feelings. You know, it's one of those, he throws a whole bunch of numbers out there um, and he has and, and he's the king of straw man arguments like, I'll give you an example like he was talking about Black Panther the film Black Panther and his argument was on his show uh, it was now let me get this right he was talking about how black folks were so excited about this but they weren't excited about getting the right to vote back in the civil rights era they weren't excited this excited about being uh freed after the civil war or after the uh emancipation proclamation that was the argument and it's like uh sir what the fuck are you even talking about like were you alive like he's a younger guy he's like around my age so you were you were alive during the civil rights when people got the right to vote and you telling me black folks wasn't excited uh black folks wasn't excited excited about being freed from slavery like what the fuck are you so that's a straw man that's creating an argument that's not even there and attacking that argument that's what a straw man is so and that's what he does that's his whole spiel and he says vile shit about black folks about black lives matter movement i know i have my critique of it also um and then uh he has some vile shit to say about uh transgendered folks and um you know just and he he just disguises it under this this, these facts and all this other shit but he can't cite sources you know it's just let me throw out these these random numbers speak really fast and try to make it as black and white as possible and create a straw man and then you think that i'm actually kicking some game but yeah i just thought that was very sneaky you know that uh, nobody knew about this until afterwards that 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 really blew me the fuck away but um my man hove uh talk to me for a second well you know what stop let me let me let me rewind it back real quick you know what's crazy about this uh turning point usa thing and uh hopefully if y'all woke y'all be on twitter and y'all know to follow certain people and be in a certain you know twitter feed but there was one woman named candace owens this sister i don't know if y'all saw her on fox news but the clip it did some numbers and she was on there talking about trying to defend the nra and she was talking about how and i quote i happen to fall into the window of people that knows my history i am a black american and i know that the nra 
was started as a civil rights organization training black Americans to arm themselves and defend themselves against the KKK. If you don't get your black ass the fuck up out the paint before I hit you with another technical file. Okay. And this woman, Candace Owens, who, who just flat out lied. Okay. This woman just flat out lied. All right. But okay so this woman is actually she's she ain't nothing but a mascot a token she's supposed to be uh the director of urban engagement for uh turning point usa i forgot to throw that in there um and this just shows what kind of group of people that these these folks are you know they'll just flat out lie uh to try to convert folks uh to get them to think the same way and this is what's crazy and this is why i always say that we need to social engineer these kids to believe in justice and to do the right thing um so you just kind of feed it into them because once because you know you can have you know a wide array of different colored friends you know and your fucking friends could look like the fucking rainbow you know leading up until you know probably that senior year of high school right then y'all go to college and then some of them friends particularly the white ones realize they got the protection for the connection for the protection and then they, they kind of realize okay i need to stop fucking with these blacks and these mexicans maybe i can hang out with an asian person you know what i'm saying that's why i say you know i kind of duck away from you know college age because they start realizing okay they start realizing the social hierarchy system that's in place right now so that's why you try to reach the kids and try to just put it in put it in them you know that everybody deserves a fair shot that playing field should be equal absolutely and everyone deserves justice and a fair shot just like i said before so if you can reach kids like that then you know you kind of you know you kind of just bringing them up into that kind of situation you know some some will change you know once they get you know get into them college years and start hanging out at certain you know fraternities or sororities but you know if you can get them kids and kind of you know kind of ushering them into a, a way of life of seeing everybody you know as equals and celebrating their differences and not discouraging you know differences then you got something going you know if you could just start planting them seeds early you know see what i'm saying but you know i feel like i'm going on a rant so uh my man ho what you gotta say don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen i smoke rocks i smoke rocks all right thank you tyrone biggums so much for that lovely intro as always i got that three dollars out under the doormat in front of the front door for your player go ahead pick that up and get the hell up out my house all right so selling hope like dope we have to give it to uh south carolina lawmakers they want to introduce a bill that would ban sagging nigga it is 2018 who's still out here sagging like that um i, I this is how outdated their racism is in south carolina so the first offense would be a fine of $25, then $75, and after that, it would be six hours of community service. So if you, uh, you know, if you don't get the fuck out of here, you know, it's just nothing but outdated ass thinking, you know, to criminalize black folks, young niggas out here in skinny jeans and skin tight joggers, 
and the new wave is the dad swag i mean you see all these bootleg nike monarchs that's being promoted by balenciaga and then the yeezy wave runners then you got dad hats you know on top of the dad kicks i'm just waiting on the dad jeans to make a comeback because i cannot be out here my thighs are a little too thick to be out here walking around here looking like a pig on you know walking on his back legs i can't be out here looking like that in these skinny jeans and these joggers y'all call them joggers they look like leggings they look like they got a little bit of room in the crotch when y'all call these these leggings joggers which ain't nothing but sweatpants but that's just how outdated this uh their racism is you know to try to criminalize black folks uh you know because we have this opioid epidemic that's sweeping the nation and when i say sweeping the nation that means white folks and uh you know these people are too high to do any community service you know too fucked up you know and the game can't physically move i'm sick i'm sick i'm dope sick you know shit like that and um so it's like okay well how can we criminalize these niggas even more you know i won't be surprised if they you know create a new bill to say that you can't have your hat turned a certain way you know and who determines sagging you know what if your belt rips you know what i'm saying what if you out here you know in some jeans and you know you didn't ate too much at sizzler you know they probably still got sizzlers out there <laughs> and you didn't ate too much and you know and you didn't you didn't you know pop the raggedy ass belt that you didn't add on so now you up here holding up the front of your pants you know with your hand walking to your car and then a cop sees you like oh let me hit you with this 25 dollar fine then it's like oh well this this has happened a couple times before so you got to serve six hours community service like who's to say what is sagging and what's not sagging you know what i'm saying that just reminds me of uh when i used to be a club goer and shit back in my early 20s you know they used to be banning shit like rocker wearing sean john from clubs you know being out in the clubs and shit just to try to deter niggas and shit like that and you know that's when i really woke up and was like nah, i'm not gonna f force nobody to take my money i don't i don't argue with the, the guy at the door i'm just like you know what you got it you got it you know i was gonna blow a couple of hundred bucks here but you know you got it and i'm here with like four other folks but you know what you got it we'll go somewhere else thank you have a good night so that just shows how outdated you know south carolina's racism is you know i won't be surprised you know let's see what else we could we could ban that black folks used to do you know i mean they could ban black folks who you know who used to have uh fucking uh dookie braids you know <laughs> or door knocker earrings you know what i'm saying or uh you can ban uh, long nails, long fingernails, or something like that. You know, the long curved ones, not the long straight pointy ones, but the long curved ones. You know, they're like the letter C on somebody's fingers. You could ban that. You know, what else could we ban? We could ban, uh, uh, you know, uh, those uh, spray painted shirts. You could ban those. What else could we ban? Oh, this is what they probably do next. They could, you know, ban, you know, uh, British Knights that's what they could do or some la gear sneakers that's what they'll probably ban next if this shit goes through but i'm gonna talk about outdated racism again and hold this l so let's go ahead and segue into that real quick this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l 
All right, so moving on to holding this L, we're talking about outdated racism, you know, that's going on right now. So this L has to be handed to Brianna Harmon of Pottsboro, uh, Pottsboro, Texas. She will not face jail time for lying about being raped by three black men. So here we go again. This the, the, the BBC's raped me. She pleaded guilty to four felony counts of tampering with physical evidence and government documents involving kidnapping and sexual assault. Last year, Brianna was reported missing due to her car door being wide open with her belongings still inside. All right. And then uh, Brianna showed up hours later at a church in just a shirt and some panties. And she came up with a lie about being kidnapped and raped by black men. No one knows why she lied and where she was. She claimed she was upset due to a fight with her fiance. Okay, so I think she was out here, um, you know, getting dicked down by somebody on the low. Got caught up. And then was like, oh shit, I fucked up after she got that nut. She had that clear mind nut. And then she was just like, oh shit. And so that's when she ran up to a church and her just her shirt and some panties. Okay. And uh, she claimed she was upset due to a fight with her fiance. And so the police chief, uh, Jay Birch, said that the story didn't add up. And her description of the black men was insulting to the African-American community in Pottsboro. So she must have been like, these were three blackest tar, fucking tar babies, uh, moon crickets, uh, jungle bunnies, spear chuckers, and they had these very wide bell pepper nose and these huge nigger lips. You know, she had to say something like that. So she must have been just saying all kind of crazy stereotypes, you know, and then their pants were down to their ankles and they had these big black cocks and they said, yo, a lot. I mean, like a lot. They all had on do-rags and FUBU t-shirts. And you know what's crazy about this with her not facing jail time? And this is why we need more people of color, but specifically black folks in the justice system, is because uh, black people have been killed and have had businesses destroyed due to white women lying. Okay? And this shouldn't be taken lightly. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be like, oh, she just told a little white lie. You know, she'll have a felony on her record, but she won't face any jail time men women children have been harmed due to white women's lies look at Emmett Till look at what happened down in uh, Tulsa Oklahoma with Black Wall Street um this is you know this was these were caused by white women you know the white woman lied on Emmett Till you know it came out years and years later and then uh there was the incident down in Tulsa said that a black dude uh you know uh assaulted a white woman in an elevator and that's all that they needed to uh burn down black wall street but what really all it was was just jealousy of black folks holding their own and thriving you know it's just like when black folks try to do something you know to uphold their community and do everything like that then it's just here comes these these fucking inbreds you know these these folks that's jealous and it's just like oh let's tear this down and then nothing happens to them you know so that's why this shouldn't be taken lightly and we need more black folks practicing law that's that's really it because that would have been some real justice served if she you know sat her ass up in jail you know for for some time you know at least up to a, I say up to a fucking year for fucking lying you know this wasn't a little white lie you know what if some rogue group 
down because you are down there in Texas, some rogue group who, who usually hunts down illegal immigrants, hunts down Mexicans. And that's what I mean when I say illegal immigrants. Uh, they just hunt down just Mexican folks all through Texas. Then they're like, oh, shit, white girl got raped by a pack of niggers, you know, and then they go out, you know, just shooting every black male that they see, you know, child, teen, adult. Like, what if that happened? You see what I'm saying? So uh, that, that's that's pretty much why we need more folks, a more diverse group of folks practicing law and being in this justice system. Because this ain't nothing but a slap on the wrist. I know it's going to be a felony on her record, but it's going to be one of those things where she's like, well, let me explain. And then she ends up getting some kind of fucking job. So, But uh, yeah, Brianna, just hold this L and the justice system so-called justice system you win perfect who is it's earned Take shoes off. Y'all can't sleep here. We're not staying here. Where's Yvonne? That's police! Bitch, you better hope it ain't police. Did you lock her? Did you lock her in there? This is my house. I'm supposed to be asking you, what is you doing here? Yeah, Al sent me. Be too good to come see me now on his own. He DMX now. No, he's on house arrest. Yvonne called. Said she was kidnapped. Did he happen to mention to you that that thieving, raggedy bitch stole $50 out of my pocket while I was asleep? I did not, Willie. Well, where, pray tell, is it then, Yvonne? We're the only two motherfuckers in here. Did it walk out the door? I don't know. Maybe your stupid ass drank the 50. I ain't drank shit, okay? I ain't never drank no 50 in my life. She said kidnapping when she called, okay? Kidnapping serious. You know that, right, Willie? Well, I must have kidnapped that bitch in 1974 because she ain't been a kid in four to five years. She in there? No. And don't go in there. The alligator's in there. What? Mm. Bodge? Mm, there's an alligator in there. All right, that was a, cl- a quick little clip from uh, the show Atlanta. Season 2 has just debuted on FX, and that's uh, Donald Glover's uh, television show. Uh, it's basically about being black in Atlanta. Um, it's it's an amazing show, and that's why I got it up here on Not All Heroes Wear Capes. Uh, just shout out to that brother, because he just has some genius writing. Um so the whole concept of the show is uh you got you got al who's a rapper and he's he's made it big and season one is him breaking through you know and uh making it and so he got Ern, who's played by uh donald glover and uh who's uh his cousin and he's trying to help manage him and uh you know try to get in on the pot you know uh that his uh his cousin al is making the money now and then they have darius who's the homeboy who lives with al and Darius is actually the the tall skinny dude from uh, Get Out, you know, who knows was bleeding after the picture was uh, taken of him and shit. And he started uh, freaking out and he told homeboy to get out and shit. 
but uh yeah it's, it's just a very genius show now you can catch season one was in 2016 and they took a hiatus for a year then they came back uh, now in 2018 so it seems like forever but it is just a funny ass show like they had one episode which was just pure genius it was with al who's the rapper he was on a show getting interviewed about his career and then they would cut to commercial but the commercials was part of the show and they were making fun of like those black um those black uh, car commercials that's geared towards black folks that they play all the time on bet and that was in a hilarious episode then they had a celebrity basketball game with justin bieber and the running joke was just they had justin bieber being played by this black kid and that was just it was just genius so uh you know y'all really have to watch the show like the episode i just played was uh, off a of season two episode one called the alligator man and um and uh cat williams if he doesn't get an emmy nomination for that episode i don't know what to tell you because he plays uh Ern's uncle who is al's dad um and they have to go over there and uh get yvonne which is uh uh uncle willie's uh girlfriend from out the <laughs> he locked her in the room because she stole 50 dollars from him as y'all heard and uh he has an alligator <laughs> and his uh he keeps a pet alligator <laughs> and uh so that's a joke you know within itself because it's you know the cops show up and and then the cop don't cops don't believe he got an alligator and, the, and there's some little kids outside and they say he do got an alligator that's the alligator man <laughs> and it's just funny as fuck it's a great episode and uh there's a lot of hidden gems in there as as far as like black folks interaction with police and things like that and it's just a such a smart fucking show it's just very smart and it's uh amazing and i love seeing this whole black renaissance thing we got going on here you got so many black creatives out here uh just doing amazing things and they ain't out here shucking and jiving and skinning and grinning it's just uh giving you a real black experience most of them are and uh you know the spectrum is wide you know for blackness and you know you, you kind of getting is getting to the point where all sides of blackness is being shown which is dope because you need this type of representation to uh combat what the media puts out there uh about black folks specifically black men being predators and shit like that we always out here uh shooting folks uh raping and pillaging folks you know you let them tell it so representation is always important um just because that's how the media portrays us and to talk about that um uh you know representation in the media portrayal of black folks there was a me and my wife my wife and i went to the oscar documentary shorts and um at uh film streams and uh, she always does that every year to watch those documentary shorts she's really big in the film and so i tag along and uh so one was called traffic stop and it was about the sister um i think it's down there in texas i want to say she's a school teacher and uh she gets pulled over for speeding and uh the cop just starts slamming the shit out of her and this woman looks like she weighs 110 pounds soaking wet so it's about that story and uh what's interesting interesting is um after she gets arrested you know there's cameras in the car and after she's been calmed down a little bit because she's she's frightened she's scared 
um, and she starts asking this cop, a different cop, about racism and things like that, and he just has these views uh, that the media portrays us as, you know, as like super aggressive and shit like that, and this man is a fucking cop. You know, so if you guys get a chance, it's up on HBO because HBO produced it. Uh, watch Traffic Stop and, and just watch it for that part. So if you got like HBO Go or HBO Now or through your cable provider, you can watch it on demand. And um, yeah, it's called Traffic Stop and it just tells her story. She has a beautiful story. And, uh, you know, hopefully this sister finds justice and gets paid because uh, he didn't need to be slamming. He just, just throwing her around like a fucking rag doll. You know, and it's, it's it's tough to watch, but watch it just for that scene to get into the mentality of a race soldier. That was a true race soldier who was in the car with her uh, when he took her to the precinct. Um, just his thought process and how he's been, how he's how he's thinking, and how he's probably been manipulated by mainstream media. But um, that's all I got to say though. But uh let me just go back to the positive so just shout out to donald glover and uh atlanta fx so make sure y'all watch that it's a dope show amazing show just very smart it's very smart and it's just something that you can relate to i think every black person in america can relate to something on some episode or out of season one and hopefully season two of atlanta hopefully just keeps on going but uh that's been not all heroes wear capes Alright, so moving on to the last segment of the show, health over wealth. You know what I say, without your health, you cannot enjoy your wealth. So this quote comes from Susie Kasim. It says, from time to time, one must release the grind built up inside them to free their emotions like the ocean. Alright, so it's uh, we, we creeping up on spring. Spring going to be here before we know it. And I want to talk about some social media spring cleaning. It's time to get rid of people on your timeline, on your news feed, whatever you want to call it, that only have drama, woe is me, and only hop in your comments and mentions with bum shit and fucked up energy. Okay? I don't care if it's family. The vibes gotta be right to thrive. I will say that again. The vibes gotta be right to thrive. And you don't need to keep seeing all that goddamn negative attention that people want. You know, oh, uh, my baby daddy done did this, that, and the third. This nigga's a bum. Oh, my baby mama, she ain't shit. This bitch done did this, that, and the third. You know, you got niggas going live on Facebook just to complain. Them niggas need therapy. They don't need Facebook Live. You know, I feel like Facebook Live should be a premium option where someone has to pay for that shit, you know? So you need to get these people up off your timeline. That negative energy, just you seeing it, defeats you. It puts you in a dire mood, and it just fucks you up for the rest of the day. You know what I'm saying? You may not think like that, but it might be a situation where it's something so nasty and messy that you just want to come back and keep looking at it like it's a fucking train wreck or something you know so you and you have to get them people who always bring in the bullshit who always got time for bullshit you got to get them up out the pain you know there's a time when you got to tell jesus to hold your mule you know and then there's a time where you just gotta let go and let god you know so uh if you don't feel like uh you know uh unfriending people unfollow them you know i got a t- 
ton of people on my Facebook that I unfollow. They probably know now. Uh, there's a, quite a few people who, who've deleted me that I've unfollowed. Like I try to be slick and uh, <laughs> and look at the list of people I've unfollowed. Like Facebook give you that option, then I'll go through and I'll like like a, a positive post. Just be like, I'm still here, player. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I think people done got hip to that shit because I do that like once every like three four months or some shit like that. But fuck them. <laughs> I should have just unfriended them. <laughs> but yeah, you you do not need that in your life. You have your own damn problems. Do not inherit, uh, you know, inherit other people's problems. You know, do not do that. That is that's tough. That's that's a tough pill to swallow if you do that. Um, you know, you need to keep your cup full so you can fill others' cups. There's nothing wrong with helping folks out, but if somebody always needs some damn help, they like playing the victim. Okay. But that has been episode 115 of Do-Rags and Boat Shoes. As always, if you got questions, comments, feedbacks, please uh, email me at doragsandboatshoes at gmail.com. I do not reply to troll comments, so please stop with that bullshit. And then, um, yeah, and I will see y'all when I see y'all. But it'll be soon. Be very soon. And as always, y'all know I love y'all. And I appreciate y'all. I gotta ask why I tell people I love them on the podcast. Because, you know what? Um, you, you never know who's listening. Somebody might need, need that. And I do love and appreciate everybody who's listening. Even if you hate listening. But, um, it's one of those things where you just don't know if somebody's going through something going through a tough time and it's uh and i've said this before and i think i said it on the champagne sharks um episode that i did y'all need to go listen to that um it's just one of those things where i know some people just listen to the last two parts of the show because they need that positive energy you know thrown out to them and there's nothing wrong with that they don't want to hear the serious shit you know from the summer jam screen or selling hope like dope or hold this l um but you know and i'm totally fine with that i'm totally fine with that i always want to end the show on a positive note i want you to be feeling good and feeling great about yourself and knowing that you can conquer the world because you can conquer the world you know some of us got more obstacles than the other but shit we can get to that damn finish line and reach our dreams but uh that's why i tell y'all i love y'all just to put that battery in your back and to let you know that i really do and um you just never know what somebody's going through and they need to hear that word so i will say it i love y'all and i appreciate y'all so i will catch y'all on episode uh what is that 116 all right one